Hi guys, it is Caitlin. You're back with another episode of Girl Wasted. Um, and I hope you're all having a fab day so far. Hope you have been, you know, living the best lives, avoiding the house parties that are putting us into another motherfucking lockdown. So I was just thinking um, the other day, I was talking to someone and we were having a chat about when you finally meet someone. Now, I have previously mentioned that I am like, yeah, two weeks of kind of chat and then meet them. Two months of dating and then in a relationship, you know, obviously, no red flags, all things going good. (laughs) Time and all that, like, effort put the fuck in. If there's no time and effort, what the fuck are you doing? It only gets worse from there. Like, why put yourself through it? So, to bail or not to bail, that is the question. That is the biggest question when you meet someone and don't pretend like you have never been like oh shit this was a mistake because we have all been there we've all been there and I will not accept any fucking chat of no I've never experienced this you're a liar (laughs) even if you've not been like oh my god I have to run away right now you've definitely been like oh I'm never seeing you again and that is fine not everyone's for everyone and obviously I kind of mentioned like blah blah so <laughs> to get to the point of my life where I am like, yeah, I'm not sticking around, I'll see you, never, I had to deal with some situations. So let me set the scene, okay, as I always do. <laughs> A while ago, as in years ago, I was on obviously Tinder at the time. I don't think Bumble had really taken off yet. Hinge definitely was nothing. And there was this what this is the thing isn't it like I talked to maybe four or five guys at a time or six or eight or maybe sometimes more than that because sow the seeds guys sow the seeds cast your net you know the more fish you're going to catch um and hopefully one of those fish will be a keeper however I have yet to find a fish worth keeping so back to the story um I was talking to this guy, the chat was good, he was maybe a bit skinnier than the usual type I would go for, but he took a good picture, he was relatively photogenic, and just from that statement right there, you're going to be like, yeah, humdinger, here we go, let's have it. So, we arranged, the chat was really good, the picture was really good. We did not have a phone call, I was a baby at the time, a young, a young woman out on the prowl, <laughs> just only starting to find her feet and the landscape of terrorising. So, I get to um, the day we're supposed to be meeting, and he's, like, really hyping it up, like, this is going to be great. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, rookie mistake of not actually just meeting him there. I turn up to the train station, which, coincidentally, was, like, a five-minute walk from my house, and I was like, he, you know, like, is so close... But I thought from the chat, we had got on so, so well, we were going to be totally fine. Oh boy, I was very wrong. I literally saw him and immediately my gut twisted and I was like, get the fuck out, like run away. As I'm like, shit, maybe I should just text and cancel, which is a go-to Caitlin thing to do in the olden days. And possibly still to this day, if I really felt like it, I um, contact. He turned around and we made eye contact, and I was like, "Fucking hell!" Now I really now he's seen me. 
and I looked like my picture, so kind of hard to deny that there was me. You know, it's hard, it's hard to deny that fact when <laughs> you've caught eye contact. He's waving at me. Who am I going to just? I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're talking about. My name's Claudia. What the fuck? Like, imagine. <laughs> so fucking grim. So I was like, no, hang on, right? Oh, and it just it was such a disaster. So. <laughs> as we get off the train he's like well I'm quite nervous like I never ask girls out on a date are you sure I feel like I feel like you ask girls out on a date and you can like you never actually get to the date I feel like you ask them and you're currently like dealing with a full rejection situation like you're currently chopped the fuck down you're firewood son in the forest you're not a tree living at large you're a fucking piece of wood fucked in the fire see you later ashes to ashes dust to dust Hopefully a fucking big gust of wind will come, sweep you the fuck out of here and deal with your misery. But like he was probably like, oh, I never asked girls on a date. And I was telling my foreman because he was some sort of builder. You know how they have like a head honcho, but not actually a manager. Um, Whoever the fuck a foreman is, you know, praise be. So he's like, oh, I never. And I told this guy that asked you out and the guy said, oh, you must be like a real something special or whatever the fuck. It was a while ago. I can't remember what he said. But. I was just kind of very unimpressed with this chat. I was like, you're standing here looking a bit like a rodent telling me you never ask a girl out. And if you do ask a girl out, like, it's a special thing. Like, are you sure <laughs> you own a mirror? Are you sure? Um, so <laughs> I was just like, right, one drink, then I'll go home. And I was like, okay, fine. Um, and he's like, another drink, another drink, another And I just felt like I couldn't get out of the situation. Then I eventually kind of was like, oh, my pal's actually finishing work and she said she's going to give us a run back to hers. And he was like, oh, oh, because um, obviously we came in together on the train. I would have to get the train back and I didn't want to spend any more time with him. So then I was like, all oh, right, that's fine. She's just around the corner. So I'll just like go. I'm going to go to the toilet, but it was nice to meet you. See ya. I went downstairs to the toilet. This was in, we went to the counting house for drinks, so anyone in Glasgow who knows where the counting house is, it's right off of George Square, of course, the fucking best square in Glasgow, well, hey. So, and went down the stairs, went to the toilet, was fanning about in there, I was like, wait, that's been about 10 minutes, surely he'll have been, like, well cleared out and I can head to the train station. I came up the stairs and he's still standing there, waiting for me to come back, and I was like, no, you're supposed to have left. You're supposed to. You're supposed to go. You're supposed to leave me the fuck alone. Like I've very politely tied you. <laughs> I gave you some time. I had some drinks for you. I've told you I'll see you later, and my pals take me home. Like read the fucking room. Hello. Like I am. I'm uncomfortable, and you make me uncomfortable, and I don't want to be anywhere near you. So hello, just fucking read the room. Fuck off. See you later. He proceeded to try and hug us and then he was like, oh, I'll walk you to her car. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> if I really was that interested in seeing you again, I would be like, let's head back. Like, let's get the train home and we can arrange another date or whatever. Not a chance. Like, if someone says to you, oh, um, my friend's actually in the corner. Um, oh, damn it, I'm supposed to go right now. Oh, no, no. Just leave. Just fucking pack your shit up and fuck off. <laughs> just have no it was just bizarre so then um there was a group of boys sitting at like one of the tables obviously and in, in the bar in the pub and they were just watching us and it was so uncomfortable because i was like everyone's watching him he's been standing here for 10 minutes while i've fucked off to the toilet like 
God knows what they think I was doing, <laughs> but I was just like, fucking hell, go away. And um, he just was not taking the hint. And I was like, oh, I'll see you later. So then he eventually fucked off. And um, I just, I think I actually removed him off of like social media, but he came through with a proper long text asking for like a, a um, what's it, an explanation um explanation is you're a prick and I am not interested there was heavy bad vibes and block so (laughs) that's a time of like bad whole fucking bad vibes like you're just like wasting your time and your energy and you're kind of like worried about hurting his feelings but what about your feelings like you feel uncomfortable and you're just like oh but I'll do this so he doesn't like get hurt or whatever fuck off men are like need to be thicker skinned I don't understand this pussy behavior that I was exerting and I definitely don't get it now I am like within reason quite ruthless and obviously relentless in my kind of right next right next right next situation so <laughs> when I come across people like this is a more recent story that this brings us into I obviously have mentioned the two-week thing there's a science to that you can get to know someone and if they're texting you and it starts to become a bit more increased they are phoning maybe like right before your day the communication has to be there before you meet someone so, I was plodding along, round about the Glasgow area, as that is where I live, and I was just on, like, I don't know, I think it was it was Hinge, we had met on Hinge. Now, this guy was posing, y'all know I love a little bit of Hinge and a little bit of uh, tongue-in-cheek from the boys on these dating sites. So, this guy was posing on a mountain and I was like, oh my god, I need some like top tips to fucking... I don't know, make my balance sharper, teach me how not to fall down a mountain, something stupid, and it got the chat going, and he was like, oh, I'm so clumsy, and I was like, well, I've obviously been sold a lie, why would you put a picture of you balancing on literally one toe at the top of a mountain, why would you do that, and then tell me you have no balance, you obviously want, there's something that's lying, either that or you're really, really good at Photoshop, <laughs> so the chat is there for like, what, two days, it moves to Instagram, big mistake. I usually like to leave it maybe about five, five, six days, depending on the level of chat and what's going on. Most of the time, they never make it to Instagram. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> However, we get to Instagram. He's telling me how I'm very like photogenic and how I've definitely mastered the selfie. Now, I was all for a little bit of tongue-in-cheek, and I was like, okay, whatever. And he was very immediately like, let's get a drink and I was like no coffee always coffee guys always coffee and that was fine I had said oh well I have to park so he was out the kind of west end area of Glasgow this also gives context to the story I'm not just like west end because that is not my vibe (laughs) so the west end of Glasgow filled with doctors and nurses and all this bullshit this guy said he was a scientist how vague I'm pretty sure there's a song called the scientist Anyway, so, the date comes around as to, like, oh, well, I'm actually free this Thursday, and it was, like, two days away, and he was like, oh, great, amazing, um, let's do this Thursday, and I was like, okay, time, because he actually had said he would pay for the parking to for us to wander around Kelvin Grove Park, and I was like, no, I'm not wandering around a park with you, you weird man, and also, everyone who lives in Glasgow knows Kelvin Grove's a wee bit ropey, um, especially be 
alone with a man you've never met before in your life. So girls and guys, keep it safe, keep it cute, meet somewhere public. You know the rules for online dating, you know the rules for meeting someone off of like any sort of social media platforms. Like it was drilled into me as a child, I'll drill into whoever the fuck I need to stay safe. So I said no, listen, I like this little coffee shop because I always kind of, I'm like, we're doing what I want to do. Just because personally, I think the guy should put a little bit more effort in. And I feel like the girl has to feel comfortable and kind of know her area and 100% stick by this as a method to make sure you feel safe and secure and you know your kind of exit points. So back to the main story and enough about safety. Um, <laughs> I get to... Um, I was kind of driving over. Now, I've got, like, a wee granda who lives near enough the West End for it to be an easy drop-in point. So I'm sitting with him having a wee cup of tea because I can't get enough caffeine. And I text this guy at half past 12, and he was supposed to be meeting me at 1. And I was like, oh, you must be so buzzing, like, bag of nerves or whatever it was I said, some bullshit. And he was like, oh, I only woke up half... um, I only woke up 15 minutes ago. I was like... Um, sorry, you must be confused. Do you do you want to push this back to like maybe three then? If you need all that time to get ready, uh, <laughs> obviously I didn't say three. I was just you know making a joke. Um, I said look, push it back, and he was like, no, no, I'm pretty much ready. I live around the corner now. Um, maybe this is materialistic of me, but if you don't have a car, I'm not interested. <laughs> he didn't have a car, but he offered to pay for parking, so he kind of you know one another they cancelled each other out and we well I rolled up in my little my little banana that I've had for like six years it's it's done me well and I roll up a park and I am actually 15 minutes late <laughs> fashionably late you know something about an early worm and a bird I'm not sure so I'm walking like up to this place and I'd only been there one time before, long before the corona times, so I knew it like comfortably enough without, you know, being overly familiar with it. And I'm walking down and the coffee shop's on the right hand side of the street. Now tell me why this big farmer looking motherfucker stand at the other side of the street, not even facing the coffee shop. So if I was to have like come down the other side of the street and crossed over, I would have been like, Where the fuck is this guy? So I text being like, Oh, I'm here and he was like, Oh didn't even didn't even reply. He was just looking at his phone. And I kind of slowly crossed the road. Now, I don't know about you, and I have mentioned peripherals before. I could be looking at my phone right in my hand, and I'm literally doing it right now as I'm saying this. I can still see, like, from kind of, like, the very, very corner of my left eye all the way, like, 180-degree kind of angle span um, of vision to the other fucking right eye. You know, I can see all of that. and doesn't matter, like, if I'm on my phone. I'm looking at something right now. I can still see everything. So... How the fuck did this scientist from the West End doing all these science things have no fucking clue that some six foot tall blonde fucking balayaged bitch just walking towards him and Tom standing literally nose to nose with the guy and I was like, hi. Oh, he kind of looks like, oh, oh, hi. And he kind of hugged me and it was a wee bit uncomfortable. I was like, mm please refrain from touching me 
However, nonetheless, he didn't say much initially. And I was like, oh, how's it going? And he was like, oh, um, fashionably late. And I was like, well, one of us has to be. He was like, well, I got here 10 minutes ago. So he got there at, what, five past one. And he lives two minutes away. And he got 15 minutes prior to me texting him at half past twelve. Wow. I can tell you are definitely one to watch. So we get to the place and obviously, like, it was kind of, how do I explain this? Uh, you kind of had to queue and like go in and put your order and things in and we weren't sure if you kind of ordered at the desk and then went to the table or if you went to the table, somebody would come in to you because there was loads of like servers and that walking about so it was kind of a bit of a mess and um, we went in and they were like, oh, just go and sit at a table, blah, so it was fine. So we're sitting at the table and he starts going, oh, I am, I'm really hungry. And I was like, well, that's because you only woke up fucking 45 minutes ago, you absolute dick. Anyway, that was my inner monologue. I was being very polite. And he was just really quite talking down to me. And I was like, who the fuck are you? He was quite kind of cheeky and I think he was trying to be flirty. I'll tell you this for free. And this should have been the first sign to not match with him. But I've already said I like to, like to cause a little bit of trouble. He played Ultimate Frisbee, which is a very, very American thing. How the fuck it came to Glasgow, I don't know. (laughs) Why the fuck it's still here? That's an even better question. So I was like, shit, okay. He's like, oh, well, I have to train at six. And I was like, well, (laughs) time is on your side, my friend, because it is 20 past one. What the fuck do you want me to say to that now? Like okay and I says how do you train for that you just run about a field do you ever catch it in your teeth (laughs) and he was not impressed with my questioning and then we kind of went on a chat and he was like oh I'll probably I maybe have this bagel and he goes I've been having very middle class meals I'm just sitting there looking at this man who by the way is some fucking scruff scruff he did not have his hair done had it slightly like quaffed with maybe I don't know some fucking three-week-old wax probably still in it. I don't fucking know. I'm not a man. And I don't know this man's hygiene routine. But his moustache was coming over his lip. He was just really scraggy looking. And I think he tried to make it work by putting on, like, fucking brown leather brogue shoe things. And I was just like, really bad outfit choice. Like, a kind of washed-out navy t-shirt that looked quite old. Um, a pair of black jeans. Now, I do love a black jean. I love a black jean. Mainly on me. <laughs> I don't mind it. I don't mind it on guys. This one mm, needed some work. So then he had like a kind of blue denim jacket, and I had a blue denim jacket, and I was wearing my black jeans, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> did you intentionally match my Instagram?" <laughs> and he was like, "Ah, so tragic." And I was like, "The only thing tragic here, pal, is your fucking chat." Hello. Hmm. You're really selling yourself and I am definitely not fucking buying. So this was the thing. He then was like talking about his food choices and how he's been living his life. And um, he actually hadn't asked me what I'd done at all in like the three or four days of like chat that we had because I did make it very clear we've not obviously been over two weeks, we've been over three days. So uh, <laughs> he was very, very like, I have been eating very middle-class meals. Now, I'll tell you this for free. I can't control my face, and if I can try and control my face, my eyes give me away. And the fact that he then went on to say this 
means that my face done its job and he was very like, I have to explain this. I have been having a lot more avocado and salmon. Salmon, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck? That doesn't explain whether you're saying it's lesser than or better than your usual. And I says, yeah, because a bowl of cereal just never, never does the job, does it? And then he just kind of looked at me and he was like, well, I do, I do have a Sainsbury's right across the road. And I was like, ah, yes, the very upper class Sainsbury's we all know and love. Yes, I see where you're coming from. My Tesco out in Shelton definitely has never seen an avocado or a salmon. Surprise! We are very, very lacking in the middle class food department. So I was just like, an avocado? Salmon. I was like, my grand's dog really loves salmon. She's very high class. But, you know, we much prefer the caviar and fucking champagne breakfast. Hello, what the fuck? So then he kind of sits back and he's obviously not happy with my kind of cheeky response. But stop talking to me like my fucking dick. So then he goes, I mean, what do you do? We all know by the tone. He's already sized it up as I'm better than you. Because I am a scientist. I'm a scientist. And I was like, oh, well, I'm out here in the West End waxing badge. Without hesitation, of course, and he just immediately was like, What the fuck? And I was like, Yeah, so that's what I do. And he goes, Surely they could just put some veet, some veet on that. And I said, uh, Excuse me, that's a fucking chemical burn. Uh, I think the fuck not, and I'm very, very good. So why would they even be using veet if they can come to me and get long lasting results? And he just looked at me and he's like, well, I mean, I'm not an expert in that area. And I says, well, you're a fucking scientist. Surely, you know, Veet has got chemicals in it. What? This doesn't fucking make the hair disappear. It's not magic. It's not a fucking, I don't know, unicorn shat in a tube and you rub it all over your fucking hair to make it disappear. It's obviously got some shit in it, scientist man. So that's kind of where I was like, right, they... What do, what, what do we do here? And he kept asking me what I was going to have because he was obviously planning a big fucking Sunday brunch style. And I was like, well, I came here under the premise of coffee and I'll leave here under the premise of coffee and never texting you again. So he kept he kept saying this, like, what are you going to have? And I was like, still a coffee. Stop asking me. Then the absolute golden nugget I had been waiting on. I was waiting for it because he had mentioned how good his salary was and I said ah yes a really good salary yet no car yet no haircut yet no beard trim yet no new top or jeans yet you can't afford to go to a gym so you chase a fucking frisbee around a park with four or five other guys because you had to split the fucking cost of the flying disc UFO hello no so then he goes why don't you just go up and order for yourself and then I'll order mine is that right you big ginger fucking weirdo this is this is it this is this is my time to shine and I'm like right bingo bango see ya I'm like okay fine here we fucking go now this man has been nothing but rude a little bit cheeky quite disrespectful and just very like I don't know just really talking down and I was like this is actually shocking now he was 27 he wasn't even an old man (laughs) he just was fucking I don't know boring so then I got up 
picked my bag up over my shoulder, got my little purse out, and I'm standing in the queue behind him because I didn't want to make it very, very fucking obvious. And I'm in my head, I'm like, mm, do I bail, do I not bail, do I get coffee, go, do I not, mm, don't know, I don't know. Oh, it's only, oh, look at that, it's only half past one. Oh, I've been here for 15 fucking minutes and it's felt about 10 years of my life. I'm so drained, what do I do next? Bail or not bail, what do I do, what do I do? Mm, um, 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 got in the door and walked all the way through the cafe and left via the back door, blocked him on the way to the car and drove back to my wee grandas, get the kettle on son, let's get coffee. And I never heard from that man ever again. And I just, 15 minutes and I'm just sitting there looking at him like, you're trying to dig at me to make jokes. No, I'm not digging at you to make jokes. I'm just making jokes. I'm just teasing you about fun things. I'm not being weird and I'm not being disrespectful. Now, this is <laughs> um, this is another thing, actually. I am very, like, chilled and whatever, easy going. But as I was standing right behind him in the queue, it wasn't like he made an effort to continue to talk to me. He then made a phone call and started talking to somebody as if I wasn't even there. And that was the final fucking... I was like, bye. See you fucking later. I am going. Who raises these men? These men. I don't even think I would call him a man. I'm like, who raised this fucking overgrown farmhand maniac who's running about calling himself a fucking scientist, shouting about a massive salary and can't afford a fucking coffee? A £1.50 coffee? Are you having a laugh? Can somebody please come and fucking wake me up from this nightmare of men and their bullshit behaviour? There has been so many times and so many stories, I've obviously alluded to this fact before, that I've been like, I really, really should have just fucking left. What the fuck was I doing? Why did I hang about? And... I'll say it again, it's like, I'm uncomfortable, I'm not wanting to be here, but it's that kind of like, oh, I don't want to be rude, I don't want to be mean. Fuck that, be rude, be mean, do what you need to do, look out for you, and that is the baseline. And, uh, yeah, so that was just something that kind of, I had been dealing with, and I was talking to someone about it the other day, so obviously, life imitates art, my guys, and get in a fucking podcast, I have plenty to share. So, I actually just want to talk about a good guy, a good, good, good guy, who I think actually this week will have made it to like a million sales of his album. Big Lewis Capaldi, the man of my dreams, the man of the minute, the love of my life, Big Boys, Faye West Lothian, Lewis Capaldi. Now, he obviously FaceTimed a few people, which is amazing for him, but we actually we actually rescheduled for us to FaceTime. So um, I know I kind of, if you do follow the Instagram, you'll have seen me kind of be like, has everyone seen Lewis's? Have everyone seen Lewis's story? So this is the situation. This week, after this episode has gone out, I will post our interaction. As I, you know, I say the things and I pull up with the hard facts and, you know, I feel like you guys you enjoy that more. So that's where it'll be. It'll be on the Twitter and on the Instagram. And yeah, you can see exactly what was said and you can yeah, just feel part of the part of the growth of the girl wasted Lewis Capaldi relationship because it's it's a really, really good one. And on that note, speaking of musicians, I had I had a nice man message me from a management company and he said that he had someone who he thought would be amazing to talk to 
to get inside his head a little bit to kind of I don't know provoke thought in people (laughs) so he actually asked if he could come on and I was obviously thrilled to have someone ask to come on I was like a fucking course you can come on bring your man do what you need to do he is from Ohio so that is in the states and I am in Glasgow that's in the UK and there's a lot of water between us but we still made it work and if that tells you nothing about dating men on the same fucking you know area a G postcode or similar postcode to where you stay I don't know what will so next week the 13th a very important number to this man and obviously unlucky to some, lucky to few, depends how you look at it, don't step on the cracks, all that good stuff. He'll be on with me next Sunday, that's who I have on. His name is Twitter, it's Pythagoras, he has a song out with Lil Flip. Both are new to me and probably new to you but um, I mean definitely have a nosy, see what the script is, see what you're thinking and yeah it's very kind of it's interesting it's definitely interesting if you want to know what it feels like to be a rapper and to have experienced some of the things this man has dealt with then definitely tune in and see what goes on we talk about a lot of things it's very very exciting for obviously him and for me and for the kind of UK US collab situation that we have got going on we talk things a little bit political a little bit not so political a little bit I don't know animal zoo whatever the fuck you want to do so as always, girl wasted. I'm on Instagram and Twitter, and agony and wasted. Any questions, qualms, thoughts, theories, stories you want to share, and you want to tell me, go fucking for it. Um, yeah, and that rounds us off. You are anticipating a little bit of loose. You're waiting for next Sunday's episode with someone from the states, a rapper, nonetheless. And yeah, girls, stay safe on the dating scene boys stay safe in the dating scene someone makes you uncomfortable someone kind of like starts talking down to you and starts belittling you and talking shit get to fuck son we don't play that game respect mutual respect fucking have at it stay safe lots of love and i my boys and babes will see you next sunday (laughs) 